Axios with an interesting piece calling our nation America the Angry. 33% of Republicans agree with the statement that American patriots may have to resort to violence to save the country. 22% of independents agree with that. It's uh, 13% for Democrats. We see the pro-Palestinian element getting violent. We see others saying that uh, they are angry uh, 60% of the time when it comes to politics. And all of this is boiling over in the halls of Congress where they're uh, throwing punches and giving kidney punches. Uh, None of this has escaped our next guest, Nolan Finley. We're not able to talk to him on Mondays as we normally do because of Hunger Free in the Day. But it's Tuesdays with Nolan here on WJR. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Guy, Lloyd, Jamie. Um, I'm not going to know what day it is the rest of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just don't forget that Thursday's Thanksgiving and you've got it locked up. That's all you need to remember. Um, You you were talking about this, and I think Caitlin also, uh, within your pages, in in the uh, editorial page of the Detroit News, talking about this as well, Nolan, that this anger, um, is it driven from the top or is it bubbling up from the bottom or is it both? Well, I think it's infiltrated the whole of our society. What you know, what I wrote about was the two incidents we had in Congress last week, where uh, of very, very bad behavior. Uh, you know, with uh, Kevin McCarthy being accused of elbowing another congressman who voted against him uh, for speaker, and then you had that bizarre display by. Mark Wayne Mullen, the senator from Oklahoma, challenging the uh, Teamster president, uh, Sean O'Brien, to a cage match to settle whatever differences they had. I mean, it's just we are angry. We're un- we're incivil. We're uh, uh, I think we've forgotten our completely forgotten our manners. And there's you know when that starts happening in the Congress, amongst the people who are supposed to lead us, you 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 wonder, can you escape it throughout society? Nolan, uh, Senator Sanders, Bernie Sanders was the one who said, listen, you know, sit down. You guys are, you, you know, are United you, you States, States senators. senators. But, you know, by today's standards, as you said, <laughs> was Mullen acting like a senator? What does that mean anymore? I mean, <laughs> right. it's, uh, I mean there's no there's very little decorum at, at every level. We feel almost entitled to our anger and to, to our our bad behavior and we are so uh wedded to our differences and so locked into our differences and we believe we just can't cross that divide that uh, we have to be stay in our tribes and hold on to our position and that's not that's not a very good place to uh come to any agreement on some very important issues we need to come to agreement on Nolan, let's talk about your column with Caitlin Buss about the climate here for business in our state. And you said we should erect a sign said closed for business. It wasn't a very good year for uh, business policymaking in Michigan. A lot of uh, pro-union legislation passed. Right to work was repealed. Uh, You know, this is going to, to come with a very bad outcome i think up the road as businesses look for places to expand places to to grow their businesses i'm not sure that michigan is going to be on the list and you look at what we're having to do to draw businesses here the medc is out there giving away 
subsidy packages paying two, three hundred thousand dollars per job. I don't know what world that makes sense in. Where's the long-term ret- return on a state paying two, three hundred thousand or more per job that's created in the state? But we're going to have to do that to get people to come here because the overall tax and policy environment is not positive. What about the report, though, that more Detroiters are working more than ever? Doesn't that contradict that a little bit? Well, I mean, it's that's different than uh, you know creating new new jobs. We've had a a worker shortage in this state and country for the last two or three two or three years, and it's good to see people rejoining the workforce. Uh, that should help with inflation, and it should help with productivity. But I don't think it's attached at all to these really poor policies that are coming out of Lansing. Yesterday, we saw Governor Whitmer sign some domestic violence uh, legislation that would crack down on gun possession uh, by uh, abusers and offenders. I've always felt sympathy for the father of a a daughter whose abusive boyfriend has access to firearms and he has no means of protecting other than a firearm of his own. Um, But this bill kind of redefines the abuser, what an abuser is, and it also expands the definition of the felonies that would trip the wire on this to include lobbying and campaign finance violations, uh, gambling offenses, disorderly conduct at a funeral. There's a lot of things that would trigger a three to five year gun rights suspension. What, What went on in Lansing and was this are we seeing an illustration of what haste has done? Well, absolutely. They didn't know what they were passing, or or maybe they did, but there's a, now 190 high misdemeanors and felonies that qualify or would qualify a person for losing their Second Amendment rights that have nothing to do with domestic violence or any violence of any kind, uh, breaking into a vending machine, uh, possessing a fish that you're not supposed to, to catch or, or own, uh, as you said, lobbying gambling the list just goes on and on of of offenses that could cost you your second amendment right and it turns gun ownership uh from a constitutionally guaranteed right to a privilege doled out by the state and i think you know whether they knew exactly what they were doing or not that's the intent of democrats with these gun control measures they call them common sense but you can't read this and say there's any common sense to it in terms of who can keep their guns and who can after a, a misdemeanor. It's, aren't they, uh, aren't they going to say that nobody would ever act on these things and so we're making them out not a remote? Of course they will. Of course they will. If, it, if the intent wasn't to act on them, why pass them? I don't believe it's going to pass a constitutional test in the courts. Uh, the Supreme Court particularly has been uh, uh, looked very unfavorably on backdoor uh, gun bans, which is what this is. Mm-hmm. Nolan, as we uh, sit and uh, count our blessings on Thursday, our friendship is one of those things that we will count. And we thank you for uh, for weighing in. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Our best to your team and uh, look forward to our discussions to end the year. Okay, we appreciate it. And right. uh, talk to you next week, maybe. Very good. Thank you. Yes, and hopefully it will be maybe on, on Monday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get back on schedule. <laughs> the headlines you need to know about next.